0: Hello and welcome to the Bobby podcast. My name is Bobby Casmire and for the past year I've been sharing my journey in eating disorder recovery on TikTok and through this podcast. I've been able to grow a following of over 150,000 people over the past year by being authentic and relatable in ED recovery and helping others on their journey to recovery and living a fulfilling life with food and health. Before diving into today's episode, I want to point out that I'm not a certified nutritionist. Dietitian or eating disorder professional. I'm simply sharing my experiences navigating ED recovery and using them as a way to spread awareness and to potentially help others. If you are struggling with disordered eating or an eating disorder, I highly recommend seeking out professional help or calling the National Eating Disorder Hotline. Now, let's get into the episode. If any of these phrases I'm about to say ring a bell or sound familiar or you've said yourself, I highly recommend listening to this whole episode. All right, are you ready? Okay, here we go. Man, if I just lose these last ten pounds, I'll be I'll be unstoppable. Oh man, if I just if I if I just lose this little bit of belly fat here, man, I'll be I'll be looking great. I'll, I'll be so much happier. You know, oh, if I if I just lost these last five pounds, this last little bit of fat around my waist. Oh man, I'll be I'll be the best version of myself. I've I've said or thought pretty much all of that at some point in my life. And I know I'm not the only one, um, you know, always thinking about, oh, if I'm just a little bit leaner, if I just lose a little bit more weight, you know, if I just, if I have a little bit more muscle, I'll, I'll, I'll be happier. I'll, I'll feel better about myself. Um, that's what I was taught just growing up like in, in the media and just living life, you know, be always being taught that like being lighter is better being leaner is better (laughs) like the less fat you have the better right like I was always um that was always just like engraved in my brain from a very young age and I always thought you know because I was I was you know because I was like a like a chunkier kid growing up so I was always like oh if I just lost these last five ten pounds you know lose a little bit of weight here here and there I'll be good like I'll be so much happier I feel so much better about myself um but I never actually did that. Like I, I, I never like lost that last little bit of weight that I wanted to lose. I never did that until the summer of 2020. Um, there was a point where I actually got my quote unquote dream physique there, there was a time. And I want to tell you what happened to me during that time, how I felt about myself during about or during that time, how my relationship with food was during that time, my relationship with exercise, body image, um, and just kind (laughs) of letting you guys know that having your, you know, your dream body, you know, your goal body, it's not going to make you happier. Um, In some cases like mine, for example, it might actually uh, make you feel worse about yourself at at, at times. (laughs) Um, So I want to talk about all that because that, you know, there was a time in my life as recent as you know 2020 2020 where i had like i i was extremely lean like i i i had a six pack like i i was just i was uh, i was unstoppable <laughs> but um in my head i was not and i want to talk about how having this dream this dream body this dream physique that i that i always wanted that i always thought that would make me happier i want to talk about how it didn't make me happier in the long run and how it overall affected me okay so I want to give you guys some background information about what led me to getting this physique um, this body that I always wanted in my head um, that I'd strive for for the longest time but never got um, but I just want to preface by saying um, what I did is not sustainable Because I I will tell you in a little bit that I went on a a diet, Um, like a a extremely um, restrictive diet when it comes to um, food selection, not calorie-wise. Like I was eating enough. I was just cutting out a lot of food groups. Um, That is not sustainable. Um, It's not – it's just not. Like you're not going to be able to go the rest of your life um, cutting out carbs, cutting out – grains cutting out whole food groups that's not sustainable it's not um the way to live life so don't do what i did i just want to preface that now but i just want to um let you guys know that before i talk about uh my background which which uh got me this dream physique okay so very early covid like very early quarantine like peak quarantine like april april 2020 my My gym that I go to, um, which obviously was closed at the time because, you know, everything was closed, restaurants, gyms, um, shops, everything was closed because of COVID, right? Um, Obviously, you know, they wanted to find a way to still have all their members um, involved in like doing something um, collectively, you know, as a way to like, you know, pass time with COVID, you know, before the gym opens again. Um, So their idea was they wanted us to go on or like their, 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 idea was to do this, you know, diet together, the, uh, the whole 30 diet. I don't know if, if you've ever heard of it before, but the whole 30 diet is you're cutting out uh, a lot of, a, a lot of shit. You're cutting out, um, dairy, you're cutting out alcohol, you're cutting out, um, uh, grains, you're cutting out uh, legumes. So like peanut butter, um, what else are you cutting out? Um, like I'm drawing a complete blank now, um, legumes, grains, dairy alcohol pretty much all you could eat was um meat seafood like meat fish fruit veggies and like some nuts that was that was pretty much the gist of it oh and eggs um that was the gist of the diet so for like for 30 days and it's called whole 30 because you do it for 30 days it's supposed to be like like a detox for your body um so for 30 days i ate nothing but eggs meat seafood um vegetables potatoes was was another one fruit and vegetables that was that was all i ate for 30 days um and so this is around april 2020 and they you know they had it start for may 1st so like I, i i would do this for the entire month of may and my sister also is a member of this gym so she wanted to do it with me i figured it'd be easier you know to have someone else to do it with it would make it a lot easier um initially when when she asked me to do it with her, I said no, because a good chunk of my diet, I didn't want to give up. Um, oh, no added sugar was another one too. That's like probably the biggest one <laughs> that just came to mind. You could not have any sort of added sugar. That was another one. So um, when she asked me to do it with her, uh, I initially told her no, because a good chunk of my diet consumed of stuff that I wouldn't be allowed to eat on that diet. Like For example, um, I had muscle milk protein shakes pretty much every day and- it had sucralose in them and you're not allowed to have sucralose on whole 30. Um, I made myself yogurt bowls every day and obviously yogurt is dairy. So I couldn't have that. Like I, I didn't want to do it, but you know, I, I eventually, um, I obliged cause I'm, I am overall a pretty competitive person. So like if I, if I set my mind to do something, I want to complete it. So I was like, you know what? I, I can do this challenge for 30 days. Like let's, you know, let's see what happens. Like I didn't expect anything of it. Um, I didn't, like really think i was gonna like you know drop any body fat lose any weight i was like oh you know we'll see what happens like this could be like a fun little thing to do and nothing too crazy and like at the time too my relationship with my relationship with food wasn't all too bad like i was eating i was eating pretty well um i was a couple months removed from like the worst of my binge eating disorder um and I was back at home because I, you know, uh, college sent us sent us home from COVID. So, I was home. I was eating a good amount. So, like, my relationship with food wasn't – it definitely could have been worse when I, you know, started going into this. Um, so, on April 30th, the day before May 1st, um, because, you know, the diet started May 1st, um, my sister and I, you know, had a cheat day because it was, like, the last day we could get in all these foods for um, a month. So, you know, um I specifically myself ate a shit ton. Like it was pretty much like a planned binge <laughs> basically. You know, I I ate all the foods that I I knew I wasn't going to be able to eat for a month. I ate pretty much all of them in one day. I even I ate so much food, I felt the need to um write it down in my notes because like I just wanted to like remember how how much shit I ate that day. Like it, it was absurd. Like I think around like ha- I think like halfway, I was like, you know what? I might as well try and do like like the ten thousand calorie challenge. like that like, that's how bad it got that day, um just cause I knew like I couldn't have these foods for a month. And looking back now, it's really interesting because, um, that's like that's why diets aren't sustainable because, like, in my mind, I'm telling myself, I'm not allowed to have these foods. These foods are viewed as bad now because I'm not allowed to have them. And that's how a lot of binge eating disorders start because you're restricting all this food that you're telling yourself you're not allowed to eat. Um, and eventually you'll cave and you'll binge on them because like, you know, you'll go back to the cycle. It's like, oh, well, I'll just eat it all right now. And then I'll restrict it again because I shouldn't have it. Like that's like, that's the binge restrict cycle. And I was going through it that day without even knowing it because at the time, I wasn't studying nutrition yet. I didn't have I I, I had some nutritional knowledge, but nothing t- like to the extent that I know now. Um <laughs> so I pretty much had like a, a planned binge the day before the diet started. Um and I felt disgusting after too. Like I like at the end of the day, I literally couldn't sleep. Like I could feel like the glycogen like pumping in my in my blood. Like it was like it it was awful. I felt disgusting. You know, it was like, like I said, I I pretty much tried to do a 10 K calorie challenge. Like it was, (laughs) it was absurd. Um, and so going in to that May 1st, like that first day I felt ready for it because I just felt so disgusting from the day before. I just like wanted to like eat quote unquote clean and like, just get it going and get it started. Like I was pretty motivated and um because it was in quarantine like it was in COVID times um this diet was very very easy to stick to (laughs) Um, um because you know think about it like restaurants weren't open um there were no social gatherings happening and food is a pretty social part of life um you know we're all pretty much like trapped in our houses all day um so it was very easy to stick to like um so I got off to like a I guess a pretty good start. <laughs> I, I don't want to say it like that, but, um, that's how it felt at the time because like, you know, pretty like whole 30 reminds me a lot of, um, the keto diet. Like you're not really eating a lot of carbs. Um, like the majority of your carbs come from, um, fruits and veggies. Um, <laughs> so that was pretty much the only source of carbs I was eating at the time. So like it, it kind of felt like a mini keto. So naturally, um, because I wasn't eating a lot of carbs. The first couple of days I was flushing out so much water weight that within the first five days I lost like a good amount of water weight. Um, And I already looked like a lot leaner than I normally would. Um, And that just kept me, or that just gave me even more motivation to like keep going. Like, Oh my God, like I'm already seeing results. Like this is insane. <laughs> um, Without really realizing that it was, you know, just water weight at the time. Cause like I said, I wasn't properly educated on nutrition yet. <laughs> um, I was like, wow, like how do look so like so much better? It's only been, you know, five, six days. Like this is going to be a breeze. Um, and like my sister and I, like we were making like pretty good whole 30 meals. Like I'm not going to lie and say like, like the food was bad. Like the food that we ate and made was really good. Like it tasted good. Um, That even, that made it even easier to stick with. Um, like the food itself tasted good. Um, But I think because like it was in, you know, peak COVID, peak quarantine, there was no um, pressure or there was no um, urge to like eat um, all these foods that we weren't allowed to eat because we really weren't leaving our house. Like there was, and these foods weren't, uh, these foods weren't in our house. So like there was no need to um, like, there was no urge to eat them because there was nowhere to go. And the only food we had in the house was whole 30 approved foods. Um, so it was, it, it, at the time I, I felt I was feeling really good. Like, um, like I said, I already, I already looked a lot leaner, um, very early on. Um, I was following like a, a, a diet. Like uh, I was eating the same foods every day. Like I said, in the beginning, I was still eating enough food. It just like, I was just cutting out so much without even realizing it, honestly. Um, and so, you know, the month keeps going on, you know, and I am like, extremely extremely disciplined on this like i am not cheating in the slightest on this like i'm going full force like there was a time where it was like towards like the end of the month it was like may like 25th 26th something like that like the last week of the whole 30 diet um my friends and i went to the beach like it was like one of like like one of the first times i like went out during quarantine like we just went to the beach it wasn't crowded it was like three of us Um, and we stopped at Chick-fil-A after, and, um, I literally got, I I got grilled nuggets and that was it. I didn't even get Chick-fil-A sauce because I, I couldn't have, there was, um, there was soybean oil or something, um, in, in the Chick-fil-A sauce and I couldn't have it. So I literally just had dry grilled nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Like I, I was disciplined. Like I was doing this to the end, (laughs) um, and fast forward 30 days, like the month goes by and I've lost a, a good amount of weight. Um, I've lost a good amount of fat mass. Like I was extremely lean and I like couldn't believe it because for like the longest time I was like, man, if I just had abs, like if I just lost this last little bit of weight, like I'd be, I'd be, you know, I'd, I'd be on top of the world. Like I'd be feeling so good about myself. Um, and I finally got to that point And initially I was like stoked. I couldn't believe it. I was like, there's no way I actually have a visible six pack right now. Like there's no way. (laughs) Um, Like there's no way, but I did. And I, I couldn't believe it. Like I I really couldn't believe like the result of this diet. Cause again, I was so uneducated on nutrition. I, you know, it's, it's really dumb looking back, but I was, I looked good. I felt really good. Just like physically, like I felt good. Um, I didn't have any mental hurdles yet because like I said, the diet wasn't over yet. Like I wasn't, um, back to eating the foods that I wasn't allowed to eat on this diet. So like mentally I felt good. Um, so yeah, that was the month of May and the diet was over and I was at the leanest I've ever been in my life. I finally got the body I've always wanted for my entire life. I finally got it. And, um, after that month of May, things started to go a little bit downhill for me mentally um and you know leading into june july like the rest of that summer it things started to go downhill a little bit so now setting the scene it's june 2020 so the diet's over the month of may did the whole 30 diet for that whole month and now it's june and more things are happening outside like more social gatherings are happening outside so um that means there's gonna be some food involved right um, because, you know, you know, like I said, like those first couple of months, it was so easy because no one was doing anything because of COVID. Like no one was leaving the house. Um, there was no urge or pressure to eat these certain foods that I wasn't allowed to have. But now that it's June and like I, this diet's over, um, these social events, these social occurrences kept happening more frequently. Um, so naturally, you know, there's going to be some pretty good food involved and, You know, now that I was off this diet, I told myself or like, yeah, like I told myself, oh, you know, I can have these foods now. But because in my head, it's like, wow, like I I got this dream body, this dream physique because I did this diet. Like I tried for years and like nothing else worked and I finally did it because of this diet. Why would I want to go back to eating these foods that um, I wasn't allowed to eat? And like that's a lot of foods. Like I, I didn't have bread for thirty days. I didn't have pasta, oatmeal, um, pizza, any kind of dessert. Like nothing. I had none of that (laughs) for a month. Um, And now that it's over, I'm technically allowed to have them again. And as I said earlier, (laughs) when you restrict these foods and tell yourself you're not, you're not allowed to have them, it just makes it more likely that you're gonna. Binge on them later, or you're gonna, um, you're like, you're really gonna want to eat them later. So, in the month of June, I would go to these, um, social events, whether it was family, friends, whatever. And, you know, all that food was there. And it was really hard to like eat them again because in my brain, <laughs> I was like, well, if I eat these again, I'm just, I'm just gonna lose this body that I got that I just worked so hard for a month for. I'm just gonna lose it all. I'm just gonna lose it. Like, I, I can't eat these foods, but, um, you know, I, I ended up eating them anyways, but the food guilt was just so bad. It was so bad at the time. Um, it was terrible because, you know, you know, like I said, like in my head, I'm not allowed to have these foods, but here I am eating them. <laughs> like the food guilt was, it was awful. Um, you know, I started doing, um, I started to develop like a really bad mindset. Um, you know, I would eat these foods that I wasn't allowed to have on Whole30 and I would, in a sense, kind of have like a mini binge because in my head I would start to say, oh, you know, I'll just eat Whole30 tomorrow and like that'll cancel it out <laughs> because I keep thinking like, oh, I got this dream body because of Whole30. So like, I'll just, you know, eat all these really, you know, quote unquote bad foods now and then I'll just eat Whole30 tomorrow or the next two or three days and I'll be fine. I'll have my my dream body still. Like it's it'll be okay. Um, and that's a really, really shitty mindset <laughs> because again, that's, that's placing moral value on food. That's viewing certain foods as good. Certain foods as bad. And that just creates a really unhealthy relationship with food. And that's what I was developing at the time. Um, you know, things, things started to get worse, like with my body image, because, you know, I would, I would do things like I would say, like I was at this party or not party, but like this, this gathering. Cause you know, no one was really having parties yet because <laughs> of COVID, but I would be at this, you know, this gathering, this event, um, I would eat like, I don't know, a couple of slices of pizza or whatever. I would instantly like run to the bath, not run, but like I would go to the bathroom to like body check and like make sure my abs were still there. (laughs) Uh, Like, cause again, for some reason I thought, or like, I I thought that, you know, eating these foods would like make me lose this body. So like, I I just always like had to make sure that like my abs were still there, um, that like I was still lean, like my face was still lean. Like I, 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 I had to make sure. So I would constantly be going to the bathroom, body checking in the mirror. Um, And I'm sure what didn't help me, at least, was that I kept getting, you know, compliments and from people around me saying, oh, like, you look so good. Like, you you look so lean. Like, you look so muscular. Like, you look really good. Like, you look amazing. And I remember from, you know, 2017, 2018, like, when my eating disorder was like at its you know worst um getting those compliments i remember that you know getting compliments it only further drives the eating disorder because like you want to keep getting that like dopamine hit of like wow like people actually like the way i look like i want to keep that it's so, like that you know further um that further drives the ed and the same thing happened here like you know, I, I was getting compliments left and right about the way I looked and I wanted that to keep happening. So, um, that also was probably a reason for these body checks. Like I wanted to make sure that the body that everyone was complimenting was still there. Um, so I just, I overall just developed a really bad relationship with food and that sucks looking back because like that last calendar year, like 2019, 2020, besides that period of time where I dealt with binge eating, my relationship with food was really good. Um, and looking back now, I, I kind of threw it all. I kind of threw all that away in like a month span because this diet led me to view foods as good or bad. Um, it, it led me just, it led me out to a tough path, um, uh, with body image, food, exercise, um, just overall the way I, I thought about food. Um, so the compliments, like, They felt good at the time, but then, you know, after that moment was over, I wanted to make sure that the body that I had that got those compliments was still there. So I would always be going to the bathroom, checking myself in the mirror. Um, And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, I thought this was like the only way to lose weight or like the only way to get a six pack. I really didn't understand that you can eat whatever you want in moderation, as long as you're in a healthy caloric deficit and you will lose fat, like you will lose weight because you're in a negative energy balance. You're in a deficit. Um, and I think I honestly knew that at the time, (laughs) but I guess because that never worked for me, um, and whole 30 did, I was like retraining my brain into thinking that, oh, whole 30 is the only way to lose weight. Like no calorie deficit. Hell no. Like it's really just whole 30, but looking back, I was definitely, well, yes, I was in a deficit (laughs) dude. Like when I'm, when you're cutting out whole food groups, like you're going to be in a deficit you know like you you're just going to be um but i like i reconvinced myself that whole 30 was the only way to go it was the only way to lose weight um and it, that that really just uh, took a that, that was a pretty huge damper on on uh, on me because um yeah i i really i started to not trust science anymore i was like oh yeah it's just whole 30 right like that's how you lose weight for me at least um, and that would just further drive the the thought that I had of oh I shouldn't eat this food or that food because it's not Whole30 approved and like I'll gain weight. Like it got to the point where like, um, I'm trying to think like if there was like something that had like one gram of added sugar in it, I wouldn't eat it or like drink it, whatever it was, because like you weren't allowed to have any added sugar on Whole30. But doing that month of of the diet and like not having a single gram of added sugar even having one gram of added sugar after that, I was like, well, no, like that's, that's a bad thing. I shouldn't do that. (laughs) So like the food guilt was constant. Um, always body checking. Um, like there were times like, I'm trying to think, like, I think like that. Yeah. That next month in July, my family and I, my family and I went on vacation, um, for like 10, 10 ish days. And I remember I spent like that whole vacation thinking about my body. I was constantly taking progress pictures. I was constantly body checking, doing all these things. Um, And looking back, I like, I, I can't remember a ton of that vacation and it was 10 days long. I can't remember a ton of it because I spent the bulk of it worrying about my body and making sure I still had these abs and um, making sure I didn't gain all this weight and like it was just brutal. Like that's like, that's one of my biggest regrets ever. It's like, I I really like missed out on this like whole vacation because I was so like enamored with what I was eating because, you know, obviously like, like when you're on vacation, like you're gonna eat, you know, foods that you typically wouldn't eat all the time. Um, and that's what I was doing. And every time I would do that, I just had such bad food guilt. Like I would eat a lot, and then like try and restrict the next day. But then that never ended up happening because I was still on vacation and like all these foods were here and I just wanted to have them. Um, and it was just like a never ending cycle, that whole, that whole 10 day period. And like it, who it was, yeah, that's, that's still one of my biggest regrets. Like spending an entire vacation, practically worried about the food I was eating and how my body looked. And like looking back now, I look great. Like, you know, and like, that's not to say that like you should, I don't know, but like, it's just like the never satisfied, like you're like, you're never going to be satisfied like that mentality. Like I finally had the body that I, that I always dreamed of and I still wasn't satisfied or I was still looking for ways to, uh, to change it. Or I was still looking at things to, to nitpick on. Um, and it just goes to show that like what you look like on the outside is never going to, um, instantly make, make you happier, like solely improve your self-confidence or how you feel about yourself you have to fix what's going on internally before you can truly show that um, side of you, I guess. Um, yeah. So that's 1000% like this diet just like destroyed my relationship with food that like I, I spent a couple of years building back up. Cause like, you know, I, I dealt with my very restrictive eating disorder, you know, two years before that. And I spent that whole next year, um, rebuilding and retrusting my relationship with food and like this diet in a sense kind of threw that all away for me and that that really sucks obviously now i'm in a much better like i'm i'm really good right now like i i've I've learned from this i've realized that um a diet is not sustainable um, at all um it you know it's not sustainable for a healthy and happy life um it's just it's just another fad diet you know um it's yeah extremely tough looking back. So as time went on, like as, as the months kept piling up, you know, finishing off that summer and then, you know, eventually going back to college for my sophomore year, um, you know, obviously there are going to be more and more instances or occasions where there's going to be, you know, a lot of non whole 30, uh, approved food involved. And like, I would end up eating them of course. And then, you know, naturally, as these months went on, I would, you know, start to gain some weight back because my body wanted to go back to its natural state. Because in this diet that I went on, and I got this body that I thought I always wanted, that was not my natural body. Like my body did not want to stay at that weight. It took an extreme diet, cutting out all these food groups, to just to get to that point. Um, and it wasn't until I started putting this weight back on this body fat back on. Um, and I started to go back to how I used to look right before I went on that diet, like way back in March, April of 2020. It wasn't, it wasn't until then that I realized that, Oh shit. Like, um, what I just did was not sustainable at all. And like, where I am right now is where my body wants me to be. Like your body has a set point that it wants you to stay at. (laughs) Um, And it took me um, time to realize that, oh, like this is where my body wants to be and like it's okay to eat these foods that I told myself I wasn't allowed to eat for that month and then the the following months because I was so enamored with how I currently looked. Like my body wants to be at this point, at this weight, at this size. Like, And I I just had to accept that and I ended up accepting that and that – thoroughly improve my relationship with food and, uh, my body image, like, you know, after realizing this and after, you know, um, reincorporating all these foods that I told myself I wasn't allowed to eat. Um, I wasn't body checking as much. I wasn't, um, weighing myself as much. I wasn't, um, feeling guilty about what I was eating as much because, you know, I would, I'd be doing this for a couple months and like my body stayed the exact same after, you know, it went back to the point where I was before I went on whole 30. Like it was back at that point, like, or, or it stayed at that point consistently. And that's when I realized that like, Oh shit. Like, you know, maybe this is where my body wants me to be all the time. And like, it's okay to look like this. Um, and I'm mentally feeling better about myself than how I did when I was leaner. Like, Oh shit. Like maybe, maybe it's more about how you feel on the inside than how you look on the outside. Like that's, Damn, like, if only I thought of that earlier, like, you know, um, so it really just goes to show you that, um, diets aren't sustainable. Don't do them. You know, you should, like, you are allowed to eat any and all foods in moderation. Um, it's all about balance. It's all about listening to your body. Like, don't restrict foods or food groups, um, anything like that, because it's just going to further... Um, increase the urge to eat them and then eat too much of them because you know you're feeling bad about eating it and then you're going to restrict it again and then it's just that whole binge restrict cycle and that's not what you want because i've lived through it and it sucks it absolutely sucks um so diets are not the way to go and like i i know from an outside perspective like like when someone like someone will probably hear me say that like it's not about how you look like I promise like you know skinnier does not equal happier I know someone's gonna think oh well that's bullshit you know like that's that's not true like I, I swear like if I'm 10 pounds lighter I'll be happier but no like once you get to that point you're gonna do whatever you can to stay there because you don't want to go back to how you looked before you're gonna do whatever you possibly can to stay there and any little instance or thing that could um, interject with that like for example like eating a a quote unquote bad food, which, you know, like I guess it happened to me like one little slice of pizza and that food guilt kicks in instantly. And you're feeling like shit. Cause you're like, Oh man, like I just messed up. Like I'm going to gain all this weight. Um, Like oh shit. Like I shouldn't have done that. That's where the problem is because once you actually, you know, you lose that weight, you lose that body fat. You think you're going to be happy. No, you're just going to spend that whole time doing whatever you possibly can to not gain it back. <laughs> so, for me, I'm now at a point where I'd rather be at my body's set point no matter what I look like <laughs> and just becoming okay with the way I look no matter what because that's where my body wants to be. Um that's the that's the healthiest option for me. Um and it's and it's nice not having to worry about um the foods I'm eating or um if my abs are visible, like this is, it's so stupid because like I thought about it too. Like looking back is like, I was like fixated on like having a six pack like that. I thought that was like the coolest thing in the world. Um, And then of course, you know, like I keep saying, I spent that whole time making sure those abs are still there. I thought about it, you know, looking back now and it's like, well, like what's the, what's even the point of having a six pack? Like who was I doing that for? You know, like, well, cause it looks cool. Like, you know, like who cares? Like who actually gives a shit if someone has a six pack, like it's just, it, it, I don't know. It, it's sick. So yeah. Having a six pack will not make you happier. I promise. And it's funny. I, I made a TikTok on that like, I'd say four or five months ago. Who, man, Jim, Jim Bro culture got me for that one, man. They, they, they absolutely destroyed me for that one. Like, they just say, like, oh, you just lack discipline. You just ugh, like all, all that bullshit. Um, I, I always, I always find it funny when my TikToks make it onto, um, The the uh, Jim Bro TikTok, I think it's really funny, (laughs) just because they uh they flood my comments with like, bro, you just lack willpower, you just lack discipline. Like, having a six pack was like it's like the best thing ever. And like, yeah, I I don't know, it's just funny how like just in general, like on the internet, someone will like share their personal experience, like what they experienced, and then someone else will comment or like tell them that like they're wrong for it. It's just the internet's hilarious. (laughs) But um, that's besides the point. But um. But yeah, so just moral of the story is diets don't work. They're non-sustainable. They'll work for a little bit, and then your body will go right back to the set point that it wants to be at. So don't restrict food. Don't restrict food groups. <laughs> um, you're allowed to have any and all foods in moderation, and just enjoy food because food is meant to be enjoyed. I say it all the time, but food is meant to be enjoyed. You, you got one life, so you might as well eat the foods that you want to, the foods that your body craves, that it that, that you feel like eating that you feel like will make you happy like that's 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 the purpose of food man like yeah sure food as much as food is fuel for our body and for us you know for our organs and you know keeps us alive it's also like there's also an emotional part to it like food should make you happy it makes you like you you should feel good about the food you're eating it should make you feel emotionally well (laughs) you know like um i like i don't like when people say that like oh emotional eating that that's that's not a that like like you should never emotionally eat but it, it just depends on what your definition of emotionally eating is um like you know if, if if i'm just like chilling in the house doing nothing and like my friend comes over and brings me like a like a, a a bunch of like baked cookies like that's gonna make me pretty happy and like i'll have some. like that's that's eating emotionally i may not have been hungry at the time when those cookies were arriving but um Now I'm happy that they are there, you know, it's like, so I think emotional eating definitely is a thing. Um, I know I'm sidetracking again, but yeah, so diets, no good. Don't do them. Please like take it from me. I I promise you those last 10 pounds, like those last five pounds, those last one inch off your waist, you're not going to feel happier. Like you're not, you're just going to spend that whole time making sure you don't gain it back. So just allow your body to be at its set point, you know? Just let your body do its thing. Like it knows you best. So listen to it and pay attention to it. Um, and um, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Bobby podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast, leave a rating, leave a review, listen to my other episodes, follow me on TikTok, follow me on Instagram. I really appreciate every single one of you who is listening, who has been listening. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, I hope you have a great rest of your day.